0: Okay, what if I told you that you're leaving money on the table with your existing clients? Well, if you're not looking for ways to upsell your clients, then that's you, okay? But don't worry, I'm here to tell you that you can increase revenue without adding a single client. What's going on, welcome to The Checkpoint Podcast where we help you set and reach new milestones in your service business. I'm your host, Matthew Armstrong. And on this episode, we are talking about how to maximize revenue with your existing clients. I'm here with Matt Allen, Check's Director of Education. What's up, Matt? Hey, Hey, how's it going today? I am just dandy. We're about to break down some of our thoughts on how to tastefully tastefully upsell your clients and boost revenue. But before we jump in, this podcast is brought to you by Check. Check is a business management app built to help you organize and automate your small service business so you can leave your admin in the field where it belongs. If you run a small or solo service business, then please go register for Check for free today by hitting the link in the show notes or by going to hellocheck.co and clicking download. Check is the best and most affordable way for you to manage your small business. Plus, it's going to help you look like a pro. Who doesn't want that? You can start with a 14-day free trial, no credit card required, and so there's no risk to you. All right? Go get it for free today. All right let's get into this topic, how to maximize revenue with your existing clients. So
1: Matt, when you think about upselling, what are some of the first things that come to your mind? I think, you know, what the negative side of it, right? When you get an oil change, and they're that. like, you need this, you need that. You need the, what is it? A washer head, head headlight fluid, headlight fluid, right? Like, or, you know your headlight fluid's yeah. running low. And, and nobody likes that. You, you feel like you're maybe getting taken advantage of. Like, what is this that they're really trying to upsell you? Yeah. Do I really need it? Is my car going to explode? Because it sure sounds like they're making it feel like my car is going to explode. But it's probably fine, right? Hmm. Maybe. Some of the things that I think about is a little bit of that awkward moment
0: whenever you are trying to get someone to spend a little more money than they maybe asked you to bid sure. because by nature of an upsell is selling something that is more than what the client maybe originally wanted. And so you're kind of putting yourself out there. I don't know. Sometimes it can feel a little bit awkward to me, but we're going to dive into some more of that. But one of the first things that I wanted to bring up about this topic in particular is that, you are the professional whenever you are on someone's property and they have asked you to give them a bid you are the pro here there's a reason why they're asking you to do it it's because they don't they either don't want to do it they don't have the equipment to do it or they don't know how to do it but if you're in your business you should have all of those three boxes checked. So you're there and it is on us as the professional, the service operator, to keep our eyes open for opportunities to sell additional services and products to these clients that they may not have even known to ask for. So for example, my background's in lawn care, imagine you're at someone's yard and they said, I just want the grass cut. But while you're there, you notice Man, these flower beds need to be touched up. These hedges are out of control. There's a fall, like a tree that has fallen over and needs to be cut up and hauled away. All three of those things are opportunities for upsells that will maximize your revenue potential from that same client. Now, they may not want to go there yet, they may not want to spend that money yet, but whenever they are ready for it or you put that bug in their head, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I do need to get that done. That does look bad, or something like that." Then you're the person they're going to call. What are you, What are you, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I
1: mean, I, to- I totally agree with that, right? So when you think about showing up to a property, you're looking at you know dozens of properties a day, dozens a week. You're seeing things over and over and over that a client doesn't necessarily see. You know, mm-hmm. again, for example, like when you show up to a property and you notice that there's something wrong because you're the professional you notice that something needs to be cleaned that they didn't ask about or something that if it doesn't get taken care of now it's going to be a problem later that they're not even looking at because they don't even they don't necessarily understand it they may call you out because they're unhappy with how their yard looks or how something looks on their house and they just want you to solve the problem that they saw but they're Mm. not necessarily seeing things on the same depth and level that you are. That's right. Um, One thing I used to do when I was doing landscaping was I would pull a soil sample. Now here in Louisiana, I know Louisiana here in Louisiana, LSU will read your soil samples for you for like just the cost of shipping. How does one read soil? One sticks a thing in the ground and scoops soil into a baggie and then Mm. you send it to LSU. And they read it. They put it in a book. And they and read it. They send it back to you. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm sure they have like students do it. They put it on the table Nothing and Nothing like it. that. Nothing oh, like okay. that. They're looking at the nutrients in the soil. Well, I knew that the soil in New Orleans is almost always deficient of something. So by taking a soil sample, they were going to send back something to me that I could then point to and sell the customer. You need this. Scientifically... What a you flex! You need like you this like, nutrient. You look like such a bad A. Whatever you're like, hey, just so you know, I pulled a
0: soil sample out of your yard, and you need this. Like, yeah, what, what are they going to say to that? It, it was part amazing. of my
1: sales thing. It was it's so amazing. I will do this for you, and I'm going to start, you know, with the soil sample. And that was my way. So again, we talk about like the the used car or the the oil change place. Yeah, how do I like? It's just usually some like teenage kids working and changing oil like do sure. they really know what my car needs or are they just like I'm just reading that script yeah they're just yeah. reading a script whereas if i could point to a you know a university or an authority sure. on a scientific soil sample and then i would say well here's what it's going to cost we're going to do this and this and this and add these nutrients back into your soil
0: yeah That that's pretty epic. Now another thing about this, like, hey, you're the professional. Another thought is that it doesn't have to just be the first time. Like, what my example, some of the things that we were talking about is like you going out to the first, you know, the first one. This also applies to seasonal services, or like if you if you're you don't even have to do lawn care or something like that. But a lot of people will offer like holiday lighting, right? Like Mm -hmm. in the off season, or they'll do something else in the off season. It's also on us as the professional. To educate them on the services that we're about to offer that are also upsells. A big one in our industry is leaf cleanups. Hey, it's about time to get on the schedule for right. leaf cleanups. Are you going to want it? Are you going to want it or not? If so, I'll provide you a price whenever we get a little further into fall, whenever it's time to do the leaf cleanups, but just letting them know, hey, it, this service is about to come up or like in the spring, hey, mulch season is almost here, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why it's so important to be like connected on social media and to have email addresses for your clients Mm -hmm. because you can send out those emails and those social media posts saying this month is the time to do this or whatever it is for your industry. And I don't know, like, you know, some of the seasonal stuff we get really backed up on, right? Like really backed up on all fall cleanups because everybody needs it all at once. All the leaves drop all at the same time. And so we get real busy. So you can use this opportunity to even pre-book yeah. Right. Hey, existing clients, you get first choice. It's a way, you you know, you kind of, the way you tell your story and, and pitch it is getting them to make that, that first move of like, oh, I want to fill in that spot, you know, yep. holiday lighting, right? Like my existing clients, I will do holiday lighting for them first, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can fill up your books and again, get, get more. More dollars from an existing client.
0: That's right. So what's another thing about upselling, like moving on from that? What's something that you think is important about
1: upselling? I think, so everybody wants to grow their business, right? Like sure. If you don't want to grow your business, then... I don't know why you're listening to this, to be or honest. like but maximize like, capacity. We yeah. all
0: want to maximize capacity for what we are committing to. Some right. people, it's a your weekend warrior, you're a side hustler. And some people, it's their full-time job. And you don't want to go past one truck. But all of our goals should be to maximize profitability. Right,
1: maximize profit. And so yeah. what we don't think about all the time is what does it cost to actually get a client, both in time, yeah. energy, and sometimes real dollars that we spend on advertising. Correct. To, to land that client. Well, it's way more efficient. To just get more dollars from existing clients. You yes. already they already like you, hopefully. They already trust you, right? You they're already spending money with you. And so it's less friction for them yeah. to spend spend money with you. Right? There's systems in place, invoicing's already set up, like right. all these things are easier for them, they're easier for you. And so there's just more efficiency all around. And so you're actually increasing profitability a lot more by getting additional sales from your current customers and current Mm -hmm. or past clients. Right. Than it would be to go out there and find a brand new client who doesn't know you and has yeah. zero experience with you.
0: Yeah, I know. For me, being a being a lawn care operator with everything being more recurring by nature, it doesn't apply so much to the you know the one off you know more one off uh, services out there. But at least for something that's recurring, I know for me it was so nice to have have you know, fewer clients than more clients and and have them on a weekly schedule rather than a bi mm-hmm. schedule. You can have 10 weekly clients at a, as a side hustle and have half as many than if you were doing biweekly and had 20 clients. Like, that's just the the, double the complexity. The, yeah, double the people to deal with. Th- there is there is a weight that gets added to that. That's literally twice as many people who can, can contact you, bother you, not pay you, all that stuff. <laughs> and so that's like that is one of the biggest benefits to me of trying to maximize revenue with existing clients is is less people to communicate to, less people to deal with. So, all right, before we keep going, I want to give one quick plug for the Check app. The Check app automates your routine admin tasks so that all of your admin can be done before you get home rather than whenever you get home and like actually get cleaned up and comfortable. Nobody wants to go do that. So, Check is designed to get all of your admin done in the field. So reduce stress, spend less time on admin, and m- spend more time actually earning money. Okay, So here is a review from Kevo. When I was looking for an app for my small lawn mowing business, I looked at a number of apps. After comparing apps, I decided to go with Check. It was easy to use, easy to set up clients, and the fact that it allows you to set up recurring jobs and or one-off jobs is perfect. The customer service is exceptional. Nice. If you have a problem or an issue with the app, the team at Check will go above and beyond to help you out. Personally, if you're not using Check, you're missing out.
1: Missing out. Let's go.
0: Best app on the market when it comes to running your business. That's a five-star review. Amazing. So let's jump back in, and let's actually give some practicals. You go to upsell. How do you do it? What language do you use? How do you approach the client? Let's like start to work through some of that stuff.
1: yeah. I think the first the first step is going to be like know what you actually have to sell, right? Yeah, what if you're only providing one service, think about what else can you do? Like what else do you have the skills, equipment, know-how, ability, like all those things, and just you know think beyond sort of maybe what you're used to doing and think about like, oh, I could do mulch, I could yeah. do he- trimming hedges, I could clean this, I could clean that. Like while I'm there, what can I? What else can I do? So right. step one is just like deciding what those are gonna be. Yeah. And then I would also say like, understand your pricing on those things so you're not sort of caught out mm-hmm. when people are like, hey, do you do this? Or hey, can we do this? Like that you yeah. are like, yeah, I do this, this is my pricing. So that would be the first thing.
0: That's good. One of the things that I would add here, we're about to go deep. Okay, so, your mindset matters here. It is impossible to sell something that you don't believe in, and whenever you're offering a service, typically, you're the product. And so, whenever it comes to selling someone on a product or service or upselling them, you have to believe in your ability to deliver on that, okay? And so, just remember, like you're the product if you're offering a service and so it is so important here to believe in yourself to we said, we've we covered this in a previous podcast but to know your numbers and know your worth not going to give that to you here you got to go back and listen to that episode on on pricing lawn care jobs but that is absolutely crucial here because people are going to know like it, it, it comes out if you're lacking
1: confidence sure sure area. when you're going to like hey by the way did you notice And if you can't come across with like the sort of the confidence in yourself that you believe in your product, believe in yourself, if you're kind of like quiet and stuttering and things like Mm -hmm. that, then it's, you're going to come off as that you don't quite believe it either. Sure. That's not necessarily true. Sales is definitely something that you get better at and the more you practice. That is um, very true. Sales is also about relationship, right? And so I think for me it was always about taking the time to connect with the clients to that's good. I always made a point to learn the names of their dogs because that's you know who was on the property kids were at school yeah. other people were at work but the dogs were always there right and so people generally kind of appreciate when you connect with their pets. And that sort of breaks down some of those, like at least my own insecurities. I can, you know, bend down, pet the dog, and kind of breaks the ice. And then we start talking and start chatting yeah. and there's a lot to go from go for it from there. The the other thing too I want to say is just on the practical note of you need to let your clients know like what exactly you have to sell. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't know that you do all these other things. They contacted you originally to provide a very specific service, whether it was window washing or pressure washing, mobile detailing, whatever it is that you do. For example, let's say you're, you're a pool cleaner, right? And they have you coming out during the summer on a regular basis to clean the pool. But you also provide regular service to their filter system, whether it's you know changing out bits and pieces, regular cleaning regular maintenance that's an add-on package they may not even know know that you do that they don't know that you do that right and so it's important to communicate that so that can be over text that could be over email social media like i was saying earlier is letting people know by the way i do this that's the first step yeah so letting them know and then also keeping an eye out for the
0: things that need to happen Mm -hmm. and then just get a bid like, yes. come up with a number, formulate it in a beautiful way, and then send it to them. Hey, I noticed that your hedges look like freaking trash. Maybe not say it like that. Yeah. But hey, I, I noticed that your hedges haven't been trimmed in a while. Right. It's going to cost one hundred fifty dollars to to trim these up. They're going to look beautiful afterwards. Let me know if you want me to go ahead and do this.
1: Yeah, I mean shameless shameless plug for the That's check right. app, right? Sure. Like sure. we've you know we've got the the bid tool in there, so sure. you it together while you're there right you can just pull it up pull up your client add a estimate send it off to them hey while i was here right so it's it's unsolicited they're not asking for it that's right but while i was here i noticed this what's the worst that can happen they're gonna say no or they're gonna say yes yes. like it's a pretty low low stakes in my opinion yeah
0: and this is kind of like life lesson but whenever you're like whenever you're considering doing something or selling something or asking someone to participate in something or trying to get them to buy something. Don't say someone's no for them, plain and simple. You won't, like by not sending that bid, you are saying no for them, which is potentially, I would argue it is, keeping money out of your pocket.
1: Okay. Real,
0: being real real here. We're being real, man. All right, so to wrap this up, we wanna give you an assignment, a challenge, some would call it. So while you're out in the field, this week, whenever you hear this, this week, when you're out there performing a service, something like that, I want you to find one extra thing that you can that you can bid on and submit to the client as a proposal. Remember, you are the professional here. You, you're the professional. You know what you're talking about. You have what it takes. There's no reason to say someone else's no for them. Submit that bid. Let us know in the comments what you won and what happened, okay? We want to know. And then just remember, lastly, at Check, we are here to champion you, the operator. If this podcast helped you in any way, Please leave us a good rating, a review, share it with your friends, anyone else who is in the service industry. We want to help them out as well. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And also follow us on social media. If you ever have any questions for us or anything you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can email podcast at hellocheck.co or join the Discord community by following the link below.